0: And welcome back to She's All That Minute
1: The podcast where we analyze the 1999 examination of popularity in high school She's All That, one minute at a time
0: I'm your co-host Aaron.
1: I'm your co-host James
0: And minute 52 begins with someone telling Lainey, you rock And goes through Chandler saying, you're kidding uh,
1: I think Jesse has my favorite line in this minute Uh, Uh Uh-huh, I think it's probably
0: the line I wrote down as my first note
1: Yep, mine too which is since when do you rock?
0: Uh-huh. Which yes. is yes. rude. <laughs> but also Pretty like, funny. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, given their relationship. Yeah. Like, it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think that they are both acting um, suitably confused about what is happening yes. here. So then in, so almost in response, someone hands or they pick up... Laney finds her herself having a pink flyer in her hands. Mm-hmm. And yes. she's like, hmm, let me see what this says, as if she's on a radio play. She didn't really say that, but in my head she did. Um, and then Usher, the DJ, whose name is almost mm-hmm. certainly either for sure Usher or definitely not Usher. Um, actually, those are the only two options. <laughs> um, so... He he says, looks like Terminal Taylor's got herself a little dark horse competition in the form of the Falafel Fairy herself. Which, all right, and then and I think Mm -hmm. the question that's got to be on every Harrison student's mind is, and it cuts to Lainey in almost a sitcom shot, like if this was a cold open of a sitcom, and after Lainey says, "Who the hell would nominate me?" You know, yes, no, maybe. I don't know, can you repeat the question? It just goes into the opening credits of mm-hmm. Malcolm in the Middle for whatever reason. Um,
0: Interesting. I was thinking Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh,
1: fair enough. That would that would work That's too. what I
0: was picturing until you started singing the Malcolm in the Middle theme song. Right. And then I was like, wait, why do I know this song?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Malcolm Dark Nine-Nine. Horse is not something that I looked up. But it is something, it's basically, it means uh, the one that's not supposed to win. Like, it's a Katy Perry song. The Katy Perry song is, is the one that I'd forgotten about. Um, but uh, I think of... Now, here's how cool I am. I think of James K. Polk. Because he okay. was the dark horse candidate. Uh, politically, the concept came to the United States in the 19th century when it was first applied to James K. Polk, a relatively unknown Tennessee politician who won the Democratic Party's 1844 presidential nomination over a host of better-known candidates... He won the nomination on the ninth ballot of the nominating convention and went on to become the country's 11th president. Barack Obama and Donald Trump were both also dark horse candidates.
0: Well, yeah. I wish the two of them weren't uh, (laughs) listed next to each other in literally any category. (laughs) Uh,
1: It was a horse racing term for a racehorse that is unknown to gamblers and thus difficult to place betting odds on. So that's what that that's why it's okay. a dark horse, and "Laney" is one. So yeah, um, it's quite the thing that Usher the DJ has said. Yep, because I mean, there's just a lot to go out and go, you know, go to to do with this. And you got the alliteration, the word, the term "falafel fairy," the fact of the dark yep. horse being used as a. But The political thing, since this is 14 years mm-hmm. before the Katy Perry song.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, yeah, good, I guess, good DJ, I guess. Or announcer.
0: Does he, uh-huh. he plays music, right? So, like, he's a yeah, DJ. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's a DJ. Okay, all right.
1: It's just that a DJ that plays music doesn't do much for being the, um, sort of the Greek chorus of the story.
0: Right. What like, what I'm not clear on about him is if he's a student.
1: Right. Instead of a, instead of or one he's campus just... police officer, they got one campus DJ.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which sounds about right for um, <laughs> California in 1999.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So Laney's been nominated for prom queen.
1: Yeah. Um. This is not making me think of Carrie at all. Not even one little no. bit. No.
0: No. Definitely so, not. It's Zach.
1: That, do we find out who nominated her? We do, don't we?
0: I don't. I don't think so.
1: Is it Zach? It's Zach, right? Because that's how he wins the bet. He can he can only win the bet if she gets prom queen. So if someone's going to nominate her, he's the most likely candidate. If you'll excuse the pun.
0: I don't. Okay. If we if Zach was the one who nominated her, we have not learned it yet.
1: Okay. Oh, I, I knew we I hadn't learned through- it yet. Oh, I okay. just. I, I just I just meant like do we find out later? I don't remember. Do because I can also see it being I Dean. No.
0: Yeah, I mean I feel like the whole bet is whether or not they can, Zach can get her crowned, right? Prom queen, right? And I mean I guess it doesn't really matter who nominates her. Cause it, it doesn't.
1: It doesn't. But. And, and maybe that's not even the the process of nominating in this in this school. It could be more of a voting situation, and she's just gotten yeah. voted into into a nomination because of standing up to Taylor. Right. So that 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 could be it too. Um, I didn't have that note. I just had that question.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't um, know. Yeah.
1: So then everyone's pagers go. Oh, well, the girls come up and congratulate her, kinda. Uh, I wrote down Alex saying, you totally deserve it.
0: In a way that I'm like... Katie seems genuine.
1: Right. I think Katie seems genuine is pretty much Katie's whole deal. Yeah. Verb, verb usage and all. Like, I'm maybe she's fine, but she for sure seems genuine. I think we can all agree about what she seems. So then everyone's pagers go off. Which is what... So everyone's pagers go off, which is what places... This movie just slightly before our time, I think. Yeah. I never had a pager.
0: I never had a pager. I knew people in high school who did have pagers. Okay. I never had one and honestly don't really... Like, people used to write in my yearbook, like, page me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. (laughs) I I had to... Beepers
1: and pagers are the same thing? I think so. Okay. My mom had a beeper. That when I got home from school in Annapolis in sixth grade, I had to beep her to tell her I was home. That was my one and only experience with pagers or beepers. But everyone in this school has them and uses them. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. Because this was pre-cell phone.
1: This is pre-cell phone. Yeah. Um,
0: Or at least pre-everybody having a cell phone. Right, cell phones exactly. existed but it was yeah. like the like if you weren't a lawyer or on wall street right you didn't have a cell phone yeah exactly
1: brock has broken up with taylor
0: mhm you're kidding you're kidding <laughs> um chandler doesn't seem like she what's the word um cares right
1: what are we spewing about much um yeah, yeah i yeah if this is a thing where if that's what she's going for, nailing it.
0: Yeah, I've not seen, but I can't tell before, if that's what she's so. going for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, one thing that's interesting. So when Taylor nine one one beeps them, yeah, um, Chandler's like, oh, it's Taylor. It's nine one one, and Katie's like, so what? And Chandler says, well, we have to like, you know, we have to go to her. She's our friend, and Katie says things change. Yeah. It's so a good theme. at least Katie is starting to realize that Taylor's the worst. Right.
1: And 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 that they aren't stuck with her. It's sort of an right. end of mean girls thing where it's like we've always known that she's the worst, but that doesn't mean we are need to be saddled with being her friend just because we've been her friend before. Right. She's, which feels healthy. That feels very healthy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, this is where I have my notes about the high school. Okay. Because, um, I noticed that on the, on the high school, like above the door, it says William Henry Harrison High School. Okay. So I try to think about, um, why it was called that William Henry Harrison, of course, the shortest, uh, reign as president term. Reign is like a king thing. Yeah, yeah, shortest term as president, which was like like 40 days. Um, and as far as I can tell, he never really went out to California at all. So it could be, I don't know. But I did find a California architect named William Henry Harrison. Um, oh. So I was like, oh, maybe this is in tribute to him. That would be weird, but pl- that could be plausible. Um it, the only thing I found was that the place that this high school, that the high school they shot at is called Torrance High School, and uh, it was built before, when he was like 20. So he probably okay. didn't design this to be built. Um, but Torrance High School is also where they filmed stuff like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And okay. other, um, you know, high school California
0: movies. Um, is it and- still, is it like an operating high school? Uh, yeah, yep. That they just shut down, like, every other day to film movies at?
1: I, I, I wonder how much they film during the summer. That's true. Yeah.
0: Or, summer like... Summer and winter break.
1: They have a... Or summer and winter break. Or they have, like, a... <laughs> you know you know the houses where, like, it's, like, majestic front of house and everyone enters from the back left corner. Like, no mm-hmm. one enters the, the front of the house. Sort of feels like yeah. if your school is like that, then you could also do that. You know, fil- you know, you can. Oh yeah, you can film over here all you want because no one comes over here. <laughs> Except There's kids. Not you want to hire any classes extras. in this right. corner of campus? Exactly. Exactly. Um, the uh, most notable alumni on this uh, high school's Wikipedia that I saw, uh, and this should tell you. Um, I I included them as, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess they win. Uh, The bass player and drummer for the 80s hair metal band Rat, um, which most people know um, nowadays from being in that Geico commercial where they're like, we have a bit of a rat problem and this band starts playing. That's the band Rat um, from the 80s. And the bass player and drummer went to Torrance High School. And that's that's the most notable people.
0: Joke? question mark
1: oh for Geico yeah yeah
0: yeah like yeah like what, I think that's that a deep pull to go into like 80s think, hair metal into in 2021
1: yeah I think that they have rat on their bass drum but still it is a deep cut uh I mean joke. I
0: guess the target audience for Geico probably knows music from that era I was thinking so maybe it's that they not were... as deep a Poll.
1: I mean, like, the, the Wump There It Is commercial, which is also for Geico, but maybe for a different demographic, um, is a similar time period. Maybe a little bit later. Oh, but... I don't
0: think I know that one. I, it's been a while since I've seen a Geico commercial.
1: Uh, Hulu is the only place I see commercials, and so that must be where I see yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: yeah.
1: So uh, that is actually all I have about this minute. There's okay. kind of a lot of, uh, oh, let's walk over here, sort of stuff. Cool. Yeah. But next minute we have some uh, comeuppance.
0: So indeed we do. So would you like we... to do some social media? Yeah. So we, as a podcast friend chise, are on Twitter at je underscore minute movies. But individually, I am on Twitter at unabashedly aaron.
1: And I'm on Twitter at unabashed james.
0: We are proud members of the Scavengers Network, alongside a bunch of other great shows, including Alabaster's Haberdashery, Mm -hmm. which is an interesting little show. And by little, I do mean little, because each episode is like three minutes long. Um, Uh, Podcube
1: has got that short podcast thing down.
0: Yeah, so I don't really even know how to explain Alabaster's Haberdashery. It's... Time travel technology—it's like time traveling technology. So yeah. there was like a, a thumb drive that had some files on it, and Jordan and Mason just started publishing them. And it's—it's yeah. it's weird, but it's delight. Like it's delightful. I'm not yeah, selling it very sure. well, but it is no. just an absolutely delightful little piece of podcasting.
1: Hey, it's delightful, but it is not unweird. Let's let's just get that. Let's get that. Yeah, clear. no, it, it is
0: weird. <laughs> The but, 19th like, the late the 19th century was
1: a wild world. time. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 So, yeah, if you are at all into um weird or podcasts mm-hmm. or time travel or haberdashery, yeah. yeah. Check out Alabasters.
1: If if you like the past, present or future, go ahead and check out uh Al- Alabasters Haberdashery.
0: Yep, powered by Podcube.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: I think that is it for us for today, yes? Okay,
1: yes, I think so.
0: Okay, so let me ask you this. Okay. Being dumped by Brock. Ooh. Truck or not truck?
1: Well, it's clearly a dump truck.